question. Personal growth work didn't bring us together so much as illuminate the disconnectedness. How do I know when or if it's time to pull the plug on the relationship? Oh, this is such a great question. Personal growth work is powerful. And that's what this is. That's what, you know, this is personal growth work in the context of relationship. I, I've been doing personal growth work at this point, the year is 2020. <laughs> I have been doing personal growth work and personal development for uh, 20 years. And um, always learning, right? I'm a lifelong learner. I don't have it all figured out. Anyone that tells you that they know all the answers and they have nothing left to learn, run the other way. There's a freebie piece of advice. Run the other way. Gurus, forget about it. Forget about it. A true master knows that there is always more to learn. Okay. So the personal growth work is so beautiful. And it can illuminate divide in relationships. It can illuminate friction and incompatibilities. That can happen. You know, even when someone goes to couples counseling or couples coaching, I coach couples as well as individuals. Sometimes what we realize is, you know, we've, we've had a great life. We've, we've had our family and now it's time to, to go our separate ways. If we want different things in life, if we want to move a different direction. Now, that's not always easy to hear, right? That can be painful and this can be a process. I'm not saying decide that on the first day. But sometimes that can be part of the realization. So if you go back to the first question in this video, replace the criticism with appreciation, make sure everybody's getting their needs met. Wow, see what happens, see what happens. So starting to use these tools in changing the relationship a little bit. And even if the relationship still doesn't work out, if both people feel appreciated, and loved and honored, even if the relationship, you know, is no longer. It's a beautiful thing, right? It's a beautiful thing. So, so practice this practice, you know, working on these tools, I teach lots of different partnership tools. Um, but these ones are the big ones that we're talking about today. So, so practice that. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of, of therapy or coaching. And the reason for that is to have, especially instead of like airing your grievances on Facebook, like, like ladies, men hate that. Privacy and confidentiality is so important to men or to women in hunting mode. Like do not air your personal relationship stuff on Facebook, right? That is the way to make a hunter shut down and not wanna tell you anything. Okay. So, but a third party, a confidential, educated third party who is um, neutral, right? That person's neutral. So when I'm the coach or if somebody goes to see a therapist, um, ideally that coach or therapist would work with each individual separately and together. Some therapists do that. Some therapists don't. I do that. I have to, if I'm working with a couple, I also need to speak to them separately um, so it's safe for them to truly open up and say what they want to say rather than what their spouse wants them to say. Not good. So having that neutral, educated third party that can see where the misalignments is like one of my strengths is I can I can almost see it visually. I can I can all I can just feel it. I can 
I can tell when person A says something and person B receives something totally different. And I can see that that communication did not land. It did not land. So it's it's so amazing, right? Communication, I mean, that's like communication 101, psychology 101, the sender and the receiver. Oh my gosh, there's so many misunderstandings. So much, so much. So I can see that. And then when, when you have a coach or a therapist that can point that stuff out, wait a minute, wait a minute, maybe he didn't mean that, or maybe she didn't mean that as a criticism. Maybe she's trying to express one of her needs to you. And instead of, you know, bringing it across as you're not doing this, well, what would, if you had it all your way, what would you like him to do? And what would that look like? And what would that provide for you? So that, that, that helps. Um, so that personal growth journey, I am a firm believer in personal growth, be a lifelong learner, keep learning about yourself, keep studying yourself. There's lots of things out there that we can study, but it's our thoughts that create our emotions and it's our thoughts and emotions that create our actions. And then our actions give us our results. So if you've ever worked with me, you know that it is, it is all about self-responsibility. And um, the circumstances never create our results. Coronavirus is not creating my result. And I have a choice. I can think really poorly about what's going on right now. And I can get down and I can get sad. And you know what? The first couple of weeks, I was freaking out because I was reading the news nonstop. I was freaking out. And I was curled up in a ball and I couldn't get out of bed. And that, just be honest, right? And then I had to step away from the news a little bit. I still scan the headlines. But coronavirus does not dictate my results. It doesn't. And it doesn't dictate your results. So my thoughts around it dictate my emotions. And then it's my thoughts and my emotions that dictate my actions. Okay, am I going to continue exercising? Am I going to continue working in my business? Or am I just going to curl up into a ball and not do anything? You know, and sometimes... Sometimes I need that personally. Usually I call it a spa day. <laughs> I go to the spa all day and do nothing. However, to stay stuck there is going to create a result that I wouldn't want with my business, with my relationship, with my, my own mental and emotional health. So point of this, be a lifelong learner. I'm a huge advocate of personal growth. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes that is the result. So I would say work with the partnership tools of appreciation and helping each other feel honored and, and respected. Work with that, see what can come out of it, and then start to communicate, start to communicate. And communication is not dropping a hint. Ladies, men don't want hints. Men want direct communication. I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of men <laughs> on these various topics. They want you to tell it to them direct but maybe preface it with, hey, I've got some feedback about something, are you open to hearing it? Or hey, there's something I need to talk to you about, it's important to me, when can we, when can we have a, you know, 10 minutes to do that? And if you say 10 minutes, it's gotta be 10 minutes. If it's gonna be 45 minutes, then say that, right? You gotta be congruent in order to be a trusted source. Your words and your actions need to match. Not just you, me too, right? Whew, okay. So I hope that you can both continue your personal growth journey, work with each other, start to communicate, start to really communicate. If she had it all her way, what would life look like at home, at work? Where would you live? What school would the kids go to? If he had it all his way, 
what would life look like? Okay. And then see where you can come together. See where you can come together. I can tell you years ago, I had a friend who was in her early 30s and desperately, desperately wanted to get married and have kids. Just that was it, right? Women, you know what I'm talking about sometimes. Baby on the brain. That's all we can think about in our 30s. Sometimes, some of us. And this friend of mine desperately, and she was dating a man who was, whose job kept him traveling the world all the time. So it was already long distance. They hardly ever saw each other. And he knew he was never getting married. He did not believe in marriage. He was never getting married. And he sure as heck was never having kids. And I said to her one day, what are you doing? She said, but I love him. Of, of course you love him. He's a great guy. But you can't give that up for anyone. If you want kids, you have to find someone who's moving in the same direction as you. If you want to get married, you can't. You can't give those things up. If that is truly, truly what you want and there's work that we can do to figure out, drill down. I had to do that when I met my husband. He didn't plan on ever getting married again. And I knew that I was not going to be a lifetime girlfriend. And I had to really drill down on why it was important to me, what marriage meant to me. And I'm divorced and he's divorced, right? So I had to drill down on why it was important to me and it was, and I wanted to marry him. And if he didn't want to get married, then at about the two year mark, there would be a decision that had to be made because if we weren't going the same direction, how was that relationship going to work? So with my friend, I just said, yes, he's a great guy. I know you love him, but he doesn't want kids. He doesn't want to get married. You never see him because he's traveling the world 90% of the time. Like, what are you doing? And she processed that. And then shortly after that, they, they broke up. I'm a great relationship coach, right? I'll coach you right into a breakup. If it's no, you will, you will make your own decisions. However, I will show you all the cards. That's what I do. And then she, her next relationship, an amazing guy who, you know, married her and bought her a Mercedes and they had kids and she's so happy, you know, I mean, it just like, she got everything that she wanted. Sometimes when we're hanging on to something because it's like good enough, have you heard of the book, Good is the Enemy of Great? When we're hanging on to something that is good, our hands are not, we're not available to receive great. Okay, because our hands are already like, like if you wanted to give me a, a solid gold block bar right now, I couldn't even receive it right now. I would go like this, like, heck yeah, give it to me. Let me set this down. But sometimes we have to let go of something it might be good that we might love, but if it's not great, if it's not in the highest and best interest of everyone involved, then you got to look at that. And this takes time. You know, we're talking here about a over 17 year relationship. So this is not an overnight decision. This is conversations and from a place of love, because I know both of these people I'm sure love each other and want the best for each other. You know, it's tough. I hope, I hope that helps. Okay.